Hi. Hey. I'm Lindsay. I'm Brianna. And welcome to the podcast. Gone with the Windies. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. No affiliation with Gone with the Wind by... Who wrote that? Yeah, that's a good question. Let's Google it. I hope you guys had a good week. We had a pretty good week here in quarantine. Um, what have we been up to, Brian? Tell them. Let's see. Well, today was grocery day. That was fun. Yeah. Always a good time. We go to our local Wegmans. Shout out to Wegmans because it's a pretty lovely place and we've had really great experiences there. Yeah, Wegmans does good stuff. Yeah. They always have flour, always have butter. The staff are so friendly. Mm-hmm. Everything is great about it. Um, other than that, we built a fort, a pillow fort. This is correct. And we're actually inside of it right now. This is our new and improved podcasting location. Yes. It's incredibly beautiful. I'll have to put pictures on our Instagram for you, but like, I'm just in awe of what we did. We tied a rope from the banister of our kitchen, which is a step above this room that we're in our family room all the way across and then tied it to my base stand which is I don't know five feet tall or something and tied it to that and then used many many textbooks and books on the base of the base stand to keep it level and then we draped sheets and stuff over it so just picture that in your head it's kind of like an old-fashioned upside down v style tent Mm -hmm. and then we have couches on either side like your classic tent yeah you know um, also, to clarify, base stand, what Lindsay is referring to is her old string base. Yeah. The stand. The big boy. She would put it on um, when yeah. she wasn't playing it. Correct. I don't Sorry. know if you knew that Lindsay played the string base, but she did. The stand up base, string base, whatever you want to call it. Double base. Double base. Yeah. Um, we're actually thinking of doing an episode about our various musical inclinations. So. Yeah, be on the lookout for that one sometime in the future. Sometime. But yeah, so this fort, pretty beautiful, proud of it. We have our Christmas lights, the multicolored ones inside. Anyway, you'll have to head on over to our Instagram, which is at GoneWithTheWindies, to see more pictures of it, because it's, you can imagine, but you really, there's just no way to portray. just pulled a hair that was hanging from (laughs) the ceiling, just to give you some more visual of... (laughs) what our life is like yeah sometimes things happen sometimes we just find hair in places where hair shouldn't be honestly more than sometimes more than a lot of the times most of the time so that's how our week's been it's been pretty nice we've also been playing a lot of mario kart and that got us thinking about the different video games we watched slash played as children and now so we decided that could be a good topic for our podcast. So today's episode is going to be about video games. I was going to say it and then I realized that you were going to say it and so then it was very confusing. But all right, continuing. We used to watch our dad play games on his PlayStation 2 when we were younger. And so those games have just like, I don't know, happy memories for us. But happy mems. Good mems. Good times. Mm -hmm. Starting off big and bold. Sly freaking cooper the freaking is not actually in there sorry we'll bleep that out or something but (laughs) bleep it out (laughs) sly freaking cooper 
You are a real one if you know Sly Cooper. So this one is a big shout out to my boy Ben because he knows Sly Cooper and it just makes my heart happy because it's not a very popular game. So Sly Cooper is about a raccoon. (laughs) It sounds so ridiculous. It's his But he's a thief. Oh, he's a thief, of course. He's Sly. He's a Sly Cooper. Because raccoon, maybe? I don't know. Well, I think Cooper is just the family name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so Sly Cooper is this raccoon who is a thief, and someone steals his family's book, The Thievius Raccoonus, and he has this cane that helps him do things. And so he meets these two guys in the orphanage, (laughs) Bentley and Murray, and Murray's a hippo and Bentley's a turtle. (laughs) Okay, you're going to have to just buy this game and play it, because I really cannot help you understand how important and impactful this game is but trust me you will love it it's the best so after we played those ones when my dad when my dad was younger when we were younger a couple christmases ago he got us a playstation 3 and sly cooper 4 and to this day that is the only game we have for ps3 so if you have any recommendations for ps3 games we could get and play on there definitely let us know But for now, I'll just continue playing Sly Cooper 4 because honestly, it's such a fun game. So anyway, that is our experience with Sly Cooper. It's hard to explain how incredible it was, but I just have very distinct memories of Brianna and I coming home from school in elementary school and getting those like mini club crackers. They were like (laughs) the little ones that were like sticks and we'd put them in these little Ikea bowls that we had and then bring them downstairs and watch our dad play Sly Cooper. And it was just so much fun. And it Seems like it's not that much fun to watch someone play a video game, but when you're a kid, like, you don't know how to do it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, that just holds a special place in our heart, Mm -hmm. which is probably why Sly Cooper 4 was so fun once I, like, actually knew how to play the game and I could play it for myself. But yeah, so that's Sly Cooper. I guess I'll talk about Spyro. I guess. I don't really have a lot of memory about Spyro. I just remember, I think that was kind of the first game we really watched our dad play on the PS2, and... Um, I don't know. It was, like, fun. Cute little dragon. You just... I don't really know. I don't know a lot about Spyro. I won't lie. But I remember really liking him. The dragon Spyro. <laughs> um, I liked when he breathed fire. <laughs> I liked when he flew around. And he had a little dragonfly sidekick. I thought that was nice. <laughs> but... Other than that, I don't really remember anything, so I'm probably not the best person to talk about this. It's okay. (laughs) I don't remember that much about Spyro either. I just remember he played that one a lot. But it was one of those games where you just kind of run around and try and find stuff. So, like, we just watched... I just... We just watched him run around and find stuff. I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. Should we cut that out? Potentially. Yeah. We'll decide later. You can also talk about Crash Bandicoot. There's, like, nothing to say about that. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, another game we used to watch our dad play on the PS2 is Crash Bandicoot, which is, like, what even is that animal? What is Crash Bandicoot? I don't know. He kind of looks like... Like a lion? (laughs) (laughs) No. He's he's got fur. (laughs) For sure. Um, he looks like kind of a cat. Or, like, an orangutan. He's, like, triangular. 
A mutant eastern bard bandicoot. What in the oh, world? he's a bandicoot. Oh, I didn't even know that was an animal. He was genetically enhanced by the series' main antagonist, Dr. Neocortex, and soon escaped <laughs> from Cortex's castle. <laughs> Dr. Neocortex. So he's a bandicoot. And uh, I remember this one part of it where you would get in a ball, and like this glass ball, and you, there was like this track you'd follow, mm-hmm. and it was really hard, and you would do things. This is hard to explain. It's hard to explain yeah. video games. But Crash know. Bandicoot, that one was really fun. That one was more, like, understandable even as a child. Like, I feel like we could... Like, I've played that kind of recently and it made sense. Hmm. Not okay. kind of recently. Like, in middle school or high school and it made sense. Mm-hmm. Well, at that point it should make sense. One thing I have to say just about the PlayStation 2 in general is that I really love the graphics. They're so simple. But it's like, I just loved watching ugh, the shapes. Do you remember that? The, like, the loading screen would be kind of a... Yeah. Was it a triangle? I don't remember exactly. I just remember there was something really exciting even about just turning it on and waiting for it to yeah. load. I miss the PlayStation 2. Yeah, she was good. She was good to us. She was. Ours still works, I think. But unfortunately, our Sly Cooper, the original disc, doesn't work. It pauses once you get to, like, the third boss, and there's five, I think. Which is so unfortunate. Yeah. But I've recently played the second and third Sly Coopers. I think. Which one is your favorite? I think there's, like, the original, probably. I don't know. They're all fun, but... I mean, maybe, if anything, it would be, like, the most recent one, just because it's the one that I've played all the way through. Mm -hmm. Another game that we would watch our dad play on PS2 is Test Drive. Oh, my god. Which, we had two versions of this. We had the regular one, where you would, like, race, and you could change your car color and all that. And then we had the version where it was just one player, and you were in Hawaii, and that one was so much fun. I remember just watching him, like, drive around, and you could, like, drive up hills and stuff, and it was just so pretty. And the music slapped. Oh, yeah. Test Drive music oh. was it. We'll put a soundbite in so that you can experience it if you aren't familiar. We'll be able to find something on YouTube. Yeah. But Test Drive is such a fun game. I mean, it's really simple. You're just racing cars. Yeah. It was fun to play as a kid, too, though, because I remember we would play that sometimes. Like, you could just change the colors of the cars. We'd always make them, like, pink or purple. And they would be so pretty and, like, reflective. And then it didn't really matter if you were horrible at it because you could just kind of drive around and do whatever you wanted. True. So that was fun. So moving past our PlayStation 2 days, when we actually started playing games of our own, Brian, you want to take it away with the Game Boy games we used to have? Oh, yes. Yes. I remember getting a Game Boy. It must have been, uh, like, 2002? Maybe, no, maybe later. I'm not sure. Um, but we had the the Game Boy that didn't have a built-in light, so you had to attach kind of like a book light to it. And, it, I mean, it just kind of looked like a standard handheld Game Boy. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was blue. And the one game I remember playing so distinctly was Harry Potter 2 The Chamber of Secrets Game Boy. Oh my gosh, I could talk about this game for so long. I want to put in a soundbite also of that like menu music because oh the music was so good yeah it was so fun um so basically you're just going through the story of the second harry potter um and fighting a bunch of bosses like aragog and i don't remember a lot of the other ones you had to like cast spells and you could get xp i don't know that was my first time learning what xp points are (laughs) and It was just kind of a very classic style of game, and it's all like 8-bit, it's really cute, 
All the characters are really cute, and it's just a really fun game, and it's actually very hard. Um, we tried recently to play it with our DS, but unfortunately does not fit because you can't play any games from before the Game Boy SP came out. So we can't find our Game Boy SP, which is a huge freaking bummer because I really want to play that game so badly. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about Harry Potter 2. It was just really fun and probably my favorite Game Boy game of all time. I think there's something fun too about going through a video game that's like based on a movie so you like kind of know what's happening and you can follow it and you're already kind of exposed to the characters and know kind of what's happening but you can do it yourself which is fun as opposed to just a video game that has completely new characters. Yeah I agree with that and it was especially fun for me because I don't know that narrative aspect helped me a lot to actually care about it because it's really hard to get me to care about things in general. That sounds bad. Tea. But it's true. Sipping the tea today. It's true. Okay. Well, another Game Boy game that we used to play that was based on, I guess, a series, uh, Kim Possible. I don't know if any of you guys will resonate with anything we're saying, but I hope that you have some commonalities between the games we're talking about because this is just so like quintessential childhood is this Kim Possible game. Like whenever I pull out my DS, I'm like, you know what I want to play? Just that Kim Possible game. Because it was hard, but it was just the level that was just like, you would go through different worlds and you would beat the bosses like pretty much like any video game. But it was, again, the characters from the show. And so, I don't know, it was just so much fun to go through that game and I don't know, play it. It was just the best, and I remember it being so enjoyable. I think we both really liked the adventure-style games where you would, like, go through the plot and, like, I don't know, go through a bunch of tasks as opposed to the games that were just, like, one-and-done type situation. So, Brianna actually just went upstairs and grabbed my, um, beautiful purple panda purse that has all of my DS and Game Boy games in it, and my DS. There was also Silly Bands in there, so big shout out to Silly Bands if anyone's familiar. I can read you the names of our favorite games. We had Disney's Kim Possible 2 Draken's Demise. Ah! Just dropped it. Which is the Kim Possible game we we're talking about. We also have Lizzie McGuire 2 Lizzie Diaries, which is the one that I remember the most, but also Lizzie McGuire 3 Homecoming Havoc, which that one's fun too. So, those were our Disney games we would play. The Harry Potter one is just Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. I don't really have to read that one. That one speaks for itself. But <laughs> those were some of the Game Boy games that we like to play. I don't have too much to say about them, honestly. They were just really fun, and that is just a part of my childhood. I feel like video games are something that's so cool, too, because you can kind of go back and play them again, and it feels like you're a kid again. And it's also different for everyone. Like, certain games, it's not necessarily that they're better than other ones. It's just the ones that we associate more with our childhood. So, that's something that's really cool, too, is it? It's not even that it's a good game. It's just that <laughs> it brings back those memories of when you were a kid and didn't really have anything to worry about. Miss those. So, moving on to DS games. I got my Nintendo DS in fourth grade for Christmas, and I still remember it very distinctly. It was incredible. I got the fashion game first, which was the game that I loved to play, obviously, at the beginning, before I really had that many other ones. But the two games that I can say with great certainty that shaped my childhood, Cooking Mama and Mario Kart, which 
I don't think this was really before we had Mario Kart on the Wii. I think they were kind of around the same time. I don't really remember, but I loved playing Mario Kart on my DS. I just thought it was so much fun. And then being able to play it on the Wii too was just like another level. And then Cooking Mama, I actually finished getting my gold medals on all my foods like the other night because we found this and I was like, oh, let me just get all my gold medals. And I did. It's really fun still, but. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. I didn't know you did that. Thank you. I just had to grill those kebabs. Oh, freaking kebabs. I know. That one was hard though because you had to make sure you had the timing right on the grill because they had to smoke but not burn. Mm -hmm. So if you smoked them, you took them off the grill. Anyway, it was confusing, but got my gold medal. (laughs) And so... Yeah, those two were the ones that were big in my childhood that I just remember playing. A really distinct memory I have, too, of the DS is all my Virginia homies, well, maybe just Fairfax, I don't know, will remember the bus ride to Jamestown in fourth grade. That was, like, the big field trip was fourth grade Jamestown. But I remember everyone would bring their DS, and me and my best friend Bridget, we would, like, picto chat with each other on the bus on the ride to Jamestown and it was like a big thing to like have everyone bring their DS and you could like picto chat so it was like kind of like the first version of texting almost for like kids that was before you guys had phones that's so funny and you could like communicate with people like all the way across the bus (laughs) and it was like everyone would be like oh picto chat room B and it was like that was the place to be but what would you even say in those you could draw things you could say things I don't remember what I would say I just want to know exactly what that text thread looked like yeah. in Picto Chat I on wish a I fourth could... grade bus ride to Jamestown. <laughs> what kind of stuff went down in there? Was it juicy? Probably. Well, that concludes our DS segment. <laughs> and now on to the Wii. Okay. The no. Wii, which we still have the and still use. Wii. Oh my goodness. The original Wii. We don't have like the Wii U. We don't have the Nintendo Switch. We have the Wii. Do you remember those commercials? That was like the guy who just like was holding the remote and like playing tennis and he was so excited about it. No. Like the guy would come in the car to the house and like give the guy the things and then he would like set it up and he would be like, oh my gosh, I'm playing tennis like with a remote, but I'm like, I'm moving it and it's doing something. I do not remember that. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm going to pause. I'm going to find this commercial and show it to Brianna. <laughs> We would like to play. Okay, so we found it, and I should have been recording while we watched it, but Brianna finally remembered it. It was like these two guys, they're Japanese, they come in like a smart car basically, and they walk up to this guy's house, and they knock on the door, and they answer, and then they go, say, (laughs) the guy presents his Wii remote, he bows and says, we would like to play. And And then then they just go in and start playing with this family. (laughs) This random family just, like, lets these two guys in who literally have this, like, unidentified object that they literally don't know what it is. And they let them in and they play Wii. And I just think it's so funny. Everyone was, like, so shook that they were just moving their body and the thing was happening on the screen. And it kind of reminded me, I didn't realize that, like, hadn't really happened before. Like, there wasn't really a gaming system where you would, like, move something and it would make something move besides, like, joysticks and stuff. So I was like, that is actually pretty interesting, but... Just like probably a lot of other families in 2008-2009, we got a Wii for Christmas. I think it was 2007, actually. 2007, 2008, 2009, something like that. Somewhere in there. We got a Wii for Christmas, and with it obviously came the classic Wii Sports, which honestly, 
Wii Sports isn't the best game. Like, unpopular opinion, tennis is kind of fun for like five minutes. Bowling yeah. is fun, maybe a couple rounds. The rest of it's like, okay. Boxing is exhausting though, mm-hmm. let me tell you. So much repetitive motion. Yeah, that well, it gets ya. <clears throat> the other ones aren't really that bad though, in terms of like exercise. They kind of modeled it as like this exercise, mm-hmm. but it's really not. No. But. So speaking of exercise, we fit. Oh, we fit. We Wonderful. Mother freaking fit. Okay, if you're on TikTok, you're probably familiar, but those TikToks, <laughs> there's one in particular, but it's just about how the Wii Fit would always tell you you were obese. Yep. Like, okay, their algorithm is obviously completely messed up. Like, they, you're like a pound underweight and they make you a twig, and you're a pound overweight and they make you like a freaking beach ball. It's so mm-hmm. horrible. And they're only going based off of your height and your weight, which we should know now that is not yeah any sort of built differently <sighs> anyways yeah i don't like thinking <laughs> about that yeah no it's just pretty horrible it definitely does not promote positive body image but especially for the age of kids that are playing it yeah and and it's fun for the you know the other games but you still have that fitness aspect of it that you can't really like look away from and you want to know so badly what the Wii Fit is telling you about yourself because we always look to external sources for validation. What? Um, anyways. We can cut that out. <laughs> That's tea, though. I don't know. I feel like for a lot of people, and for myself included, it got me to start thinking about my weight at an age that was way... I mean, I don't know if there is a good age to start thinking about that, but I think... When I did start thinking about it, it was kind of because of the Wii Fit, and I was way too young to yeah. be thinking about my BMI. It's definitely, like, the concept is there. It's, like, the idea of monitoring and making sure you're healthy, but that's very different than making you look like a pear on Wii Fit. Like, that is yeah. just not good, but... And they always, they do this thing where they're, like, set a goal for the next two weeks and see if you reach it. And it's, like, they almost force you to set goals for losing weight or gaining weight. Which is, like, I don't know. Yeah. In only two weeks, and it's, like, I don't I mean, know, you dude. can change it, but... Yeah. yeah. I don't think that you should have to do that. They do make the weight aspect of it necessary, as opposed to just not really caring about it. But those yeah. games are fun, though. They are fun. Ski jump. Woohoo! Ooh, ski jump. Avid ski jump over here. <laughs> I don't think I really liked a lot of those games, because I Obstacle wasn't course. very good at them. I did like Obstacle Course. Obstacle course is so fun it is still fun will always be fun yeah throwing a shout out to the Irvins you know you know who you are (laughs) (laughs) that obstacle course game just takes us back to our childhood we would play that it's a one-player game because there's only one like balance board thing that you have to stand on but we would play that with them for probably like hours like a long time just watching like one person would spend most of the time watching someone else do it and we were still so supportive we'd be like oh you'll get it next time or if someone finally won we'd be so excited and we'd celebrate with them and it was like the biggest deal in the world yeah also if you accidentally jump on the wii balance board (laughs) it starts you over and it says please don't jump on the wii balance board and the amount of times that the phrase i didn't jump was like screamed (laughs) when we were playing that game is kind of horrifying we were so into it i mean i'm getting into everything that i do we cared Uh, so much Oh, that game was the best, though. Obstacle yeah. Course has a special place in my heart. Yeah. The rest, the rest of, of them can go. No, 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 no. Yeah. The one where you have to, like, f- stay really still and focus on a handle 
and make sure oh, the candle doesn't go out. Lotus it's like, focus? It's like meditation. I don't... It's called lotus focus. Oh, of course you know that. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. You yeah. literally just sit on the balance board, and then if you move, it blows the candle out, which is kind of dumb because <laughs> you, like, don't even really move. I don't know. I'm not into that one so much, but... No, no, no. But, yeah... So, the Wii was, like, kind of towards the end of our childhood. We didn't really play too many video games No, because after that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at that point they had stopped making PS2 games, so it's yeah. not like we could we could go to GameStop and buy used, but yeah. we were both a little bit busier. I feel like it was, yeah, it was more of the age, too, where it was, like, you were doing, like, Xbox, like, real gaming yeah. instead of, like, playing Mario Kart on your DS. Which is super fun, and I still would do it today. I think both are real gaming. Yeah. That's my opinion. But Mario Kart is an interesting (laughs) subject. Oh, boy. You guys are about to learn so much about Lindsay. (laughs) Yeah, it's the best game. We would play that. That's, like, one of the only games that we would play, like, a long time ago and still play today and just enjoy it just as much. Yeah. On the Wii. Yeah. Lindsay, do you want to talk about your history with Mario Kart? I don't know what to say. Like, I just like to play Mario Kart. But you liked to play it so much, and you liked to win so much, that you would practice for hours. See, this is what I don't really remember, and (laughs) I've kind of chalked it down to the fact that I just blocked it out because it's, like, not really necessary, and I definitely spent, like, so much time playing, but I don't remember it, so I don't have anything to say about it okay that's fair that's fair do you have anything to say about it um just that i remember you were always so good at it and i knew and this is still true that if i was playing against you i would always i i could shoot for second place and that was as high as i could shoot for that's not necessarily and I'm not, true i'm not saying that as a criticism against you i'm just saying like you, you are so good at Mario Kart. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, your dedication is incredible. She got every single course gold on her like driver's license on Mario Kart and she also went through the effort to unlock every single character and vehicle. Um and that included beating how do you say this the nintendo staff high scores of no not high not high scores but like ones that they're just like good scores that they chose for you to beat for certain courses and she had to beat those by seven to eight seconds like eight at least eight of them or something to unlock baby luigi dude and when she unlocked it she was so proud and it was like one of her proudest accomplishments to that day okay no, not necessarily. <laughs> Why are you, like, putting words in my mouth? I don't know. Um, I only remember this last night, actually, because this is transitioning into the things we still do today is Mario Kart, because Brianna, <clears throat> we've been playing Mario Kart recently. We'll explain that in a second, but Brianna has been working on getting her license gold, which she did, so shout out to Brian, big bad baby oh, over here. She just squeezed my face. Yeah, sorry. Like um, So she got all of her things gold but then we were working on getting all of her characters and i want her to unlock toadette because pro tip if you're playing mario kart this is the time to listen if you're not listening listen now toadette on the magic cruiser and you will be unbeatable 
I clap. I can do whatever I want, Brianna. This is how I emphasize my point is by clapping because Toad out on the Magic Cruiser, chef's kiss. She just, I don't know. I have nothing else to say. She's the best. Anyway, don't worry about it. Don't steal her, actually. You know what? No, don't use Toad out on the Magic Cruiser because that's mine. Wow. That was a full... 180 that you just did (laughs) technically all of the small characters can use the magic cruiser so it doesn't really matter if you're toadette just that you choose a small character and the small characters are (laughs) no i won't do you know all them i do say them there's only eight just say them baby luigi baby mario baby peach baby daisy there's koopa dry bones toad and toadette so if you're any one of those um Lindsay's mario kart knowledge astounds me I don't know that I don't know the medium or large characters though. Right. Mario, Luigi, <laughs> Daisy, Peach, Birdo, Yoshi, uh, Bowser Jr. No. I don't think he's in No, Mario he's Kart. you can't race with him. There's only two more. I don't know which ones they are though. Oh no, I do. Diddy Kong and someone else. I don't know the big characters though. Hmm. I just know Rosalina. <laughs> Rosalina, Dry Bowser, Bowser, Donkey Kong, Funky Kong. That's it. I don't know the other ones. Okay, back to my point before. Brianna is trying to unlock all of the characters and bikes, and so she was working on Toadette, because I like to play as Toadette. And you have to just play all of the time trials, but so upon playing the time trials, you can, like, race ghosts. So my ghosts of when I used to do that are still in there, and she was playing against mine and I noticed I was baby Luigi and I was thinking to myself why was I playing with baby Luigi I only ever used Toadette and I remembered that it's because baby Luigi was I think the last character I unlocked because you have to unlock eight expert ghosts which just like she was saying requires you to be seven seconds above the staff time but I just remember that being so hard and like trying to figure out which courses you wanted to do to unlock oh my gosh it was just such a process but yeah so the only reason i remember some of this is because we were playing it yesterday yeah and i had i didn't remember it until then and then i realized i was like oh yeah i did so i did i have a few a few with baby luigi which was uncharacteristic of me because i've always been a toadette toadette gal yeah but mario kart just has a special place in our heart and Actually, about a week ago, Lindsay did a little presentation for us about her rankings of all the Mario Kart courses. Yes. Um, all 32 from the yeah. Wii. I don't know, backstory on this. If you are on social media or TikTok right now, you've probably seen people doing like family presentation nights where you make like a PowerPoint about something, sometimes stupid, sometimes real, about whatever you want and you give it to your family as like just a little presentation. And so people are doing that now because they're, like, quarantined with their families. So Brianna decided that she wanted to do one on sleep. And I think we had talked about this, actually, last time on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But so she did one on sleep. And the same night, I decided I was going to do one on the Mario Kart courses. And I would rank them from best to worst. So that kind of got us back into Mario Kart because we were like, well, now that I have my ranking, we have to play all of them in order. So we played them from worst to best. Um, the best is Maple Tree Way. Don't fight me on that. Worst is Luigi Circuit. I won't hear anything about those two. The rest is up for debate, but (laughs) yeah. So I gave a little presentation on that. It was so dumb, but it was fun. Say it with me, folks. Luigi Circuit. Uh, Boring. Horrible course. Just a circle and there's literally nothing. You can go up on the edge. I guess that's fun. No. Boo. Eh. Coming up in a close 
number 31, Yoshi Circuit. <laughs> I like Yoshi, don't get me wrong. But the freaking circuit, it's just a circle. That's it. I mean, that's what a circuit is, but it could be more fun. Will you tell the people about Super Mario Galaxy? I sure will. All right. Super Mario Galaxy is a game that our dad got, I guess, right after we got the Wii. Because I remember there was a time where we pretty much only had Mario Kart, Super Mario Galaxy, and Wii Sports. And it's like a, I don't know, a narrative-focused game, like most Marios are. And you are just trying to get through the levels and get the power stars for Rosalina, who is like this star mother. I don't really know. She's, I don't know. She has a bunch of star children. We used to, I remember watching our dad play it when we were younger and he didn't play it for that long. He only got about halfway through, if I remember correctly. So I decided to pick it back up again and see if I could do it. Um, I'm not the best gamer because I'm not very precise with my movements and yeah. So I would consider this more of a team effort between Lindsay and I, but we are almost done with Super Mario Galaxy. We rescued Princess Peach from the center of the universe. And then after that, we still had like 60 or 50 stars to get. We have one left, guys. We have one left, and it's so freaking hard. And Picture it's this. frustrating. We hadn't tried this one yet. All the other stars we had tried, and if we didn't get it on the first couple tries, we would, like, come back to it normally. So we had four stars left, and they were all really hard, except this one we hadn't tried yet. And it was in a galaxy that wasn't really too difficult, and it's one of the stars that doesn't tend to be too difficult. So we were like, all right, cool, we'll get these other three, and then we'll come back to this one, end on a good note, whatever. So we get the super hard stars and the other three. Come to find out, this last star is probably the hardest one of all of them. It's basically a bunch of platforms that when you touch them, they either start spinning or they shrink, and there's like an abyss below you. So essentially, you have to get enough coins. There's coins on like some of the platforms. You have to go around and get enough coins to unlock the star and then make your way to the star, all while disappearing every platform you touch or making them spin. Mm-hmm. So it's basically impossible, and we kind of haven't tried in a couple of days because it's exhausting, and you just die like really quickly if you're not good at it, and yeah. It's a lot of emotional energy to spend in one sitting. That's facts. And yeah, you basically... It's just so hard not to die. So you're wasting so many lives. Sometimes you only get through five seconds of the level before you die. And it's just so disheartening. So Yeah, it's not the best. That's the thing that is keeping us from winning this game. Well, I guess after that we unlock another world. I'm interested to see what that's like. And we could just Google it, but I don't want to. I want to have a genuine experience because I feel like we've Googled a lot of how to do... We've... I've Googled most of (laughs) this game to figure it out. Yeah. So that's our current game, actually. We're still working on that one. Yeah. Unlike pretty much everything else. Another thing we've been playing recently is our cousin's GameCube, because we didn't have GameCube growing up, so this is all pretty new to us, but we're pretty, pretty set on Mario Party 4, which we actually played earlier today, and I've been playing a little bit of Luigi's Mansion. I've only played it like once or twice because it's hard, but yeah, I don't know. Mario Party's pretty fun. I would recommend 
Yeah, we actually played that today. Fun fact. I said that. <laughs> That'll be funny to listen to. Oh, I hate. <laughs> I wasn't listening. <laughs> Clearly. I was staring um, off into an abyss. So, yeah, we've been playing Mario Party and Luigi's Mansion recently. But still working on Super Mario Galaxy, so if you have any tips, definitely let us know. If you've beaten that level, please DM me. Send help. Just yeah, get me out of my head. Yeah. But that's been fun. So, been working yeah. on that a bit recently. What else have we been doing? Um, getting bangs. Oh my goodness. How did we forget? We're going to open the podcast with this. I was going to open the podcast by saying, hi, I'm Brianna. This is what I sound like with bangs. Why didn't you? I don't know, because I realized it's really not that good of a joke. Well. (laughs) And so I don't even know why I just said it just now. (laughs) Hey, I think it's funny. I think you're funny. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Really? She just tried to choke me. Oh, what I do? Oh my gosh. You are a psychopath. No. You are a literal psychopath. Anyway. Yeah, I got bangs. <laughs> Lindsay cut them for me. She did a lot of research. I'm very grateful for yeah. how seriously she took this transition from Watched. no bangs to bangs. Ooh, did you hear my hand crack? <laughs> no. We watched some YouTube videos and got the scoop on how it works. And I was kind of concerned because her hair is not straight. But I didn't think, it's not really ringlet, like, all the way down. Mm-hmm. It is sometimes, but not all the time. So I didn't really know how to go about it, but we just made it work. And I think they look really good, so. Some days are better than others, but. That's very exciting. That's okay. I can always just braid them back if I don't like them on a certain Yeah, that's day, true. So. They, like. I'm chilling. You're not, you're not stuck to anything if you don't nope. want to be. So that's fun. I cut the front <laughs> pieces of my hair a little bit, which was a mistake, and. It doesn't, like, I haven't even noticed it recently. It was only, like, the first day I cut it that it actually mattered, but, yeah. I thought it would be cool and fun when I, like, pulled pieces of my hair out if I had, like, a ponytail or a half up, half down, but it didn't really work, so that's good, but, you know, you win some, you lose some. You try and you fail. Um, never stop going. Thank you The end. For that. Motivation. Done. Boom. Keep going. Is that what you said? No, I said never stop going. Oh. Um, never stop going. <laughs> never stop going. Somehow worse than keep going. Lindsay Winthausen, 2020. Never stop going. So 2020. So 2020. What a crazy year. Oh, don't even get me started. What a crazy year. I have too many thoughts. I can't say them all. <laughs> so I won't try. Okay. That's it. I think... I don't really... No. Me either. (laughs) (laughs) I think I don't really have either. I agree with what you said. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that this podcast made sense, and I hope that you could kind of envision some of the video games we used to play, or at least it got you thinking about your own childhood, maybe if you played video games. If not, what games did you play? I don't know. Hope it got you thinking. Hope you guys are all doing well, sincerely, during this time. I know it's really hard and different, but with a little bit of bravery and strength, we can all push through. So, I believe in you. I hope you're doing well. I know Brian believes in you, too. Of course I do. And... Never stop going. (laughs) Never stop going. Never stop going. All right, that's all. I hope you guys were happily gone with the Windies.
never stop going.